What is up? It's time for the bag. It's time for that bag. It is the Steelers Saturday mailbag here on the study session. Your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you, thanking you for being supporters of the Steel Study. Today, I got questions in from Delaware, Newark, Delaware, Uniontown, Pennsylvania, Conshohocken, PA, and Atlanta, Atlanta. Going to get into all that here today. Gabe, John, Owen, and Jeff. But before I do that, as always, gratitude first. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show like I'm about to do today with the Steelers Saturday mailbag. Also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I are recording every other week. This offseason, we'll be recording sometime next week. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers, having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. It's linked in the show notes. And the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe. And conveniently, the Study Sessions and Still Study Podcast will show up automatically in your feed so that you don't have to go searching for them. They'll be right there, ready for you to listen to them. You can help me out big time by leaving me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think of the show. It helps me grow the site, whether it's a good or a bad review and or rating. So it's time for the bag. Let's jump in to your questions. First up, Gabe out of Newark, Delaware. The Blue Hens. UD. So Gabe writes, where does Minka Fitzpatrick rank within the Steelers' top defenders? TJ and Cam. He got paid, deservedly so. Just curious where you see him. Gabe, gratitude. Appreciate it, man. So the top defenders, you're right. It's TJ Watt. It's Cameron Hayward. Minka Fitzpatrick is now paid like an elite defender. He has played like an elite defender. But where does he fit in in terms of ranking amongst TJ and Cam? Well, I think to me this one's pretty simple. Minka has produced splash. He's made big plays. But he hasn't produced at the elite level that TJ and Cam have. TJ is the number one. He's the defensive player of the year. And he's going to compete for that title once again. Cam is 1B. So Mink is going to be on the periphery here. He's behind both of those guys. He hasn't done 
what the other two have done. He's got the potential and the capability. He's got to put it all together. I mentioned the other day how this past season he showed the physical side of his game, his short tackling. We really didn't have a ton of splash from him last year. He's got to merge those two into one season, show he's a complete safety, which I believe that he is when he does that. Then we could talk about him in the same breath with Hayward and Watt. But Gabe, thanks for your question, man. Next up, John out of Uniontown, Pennsylvania, little Fayette County. Little Fayette County. Back in my neck of the woods. John, what's up? So John writes, with Minka's contract now complete, will the Steelers work on getting DJ done? Referring to Deontay Johnson. First of all, John, thank you for your question, man. I haven't been to Uniontown in forever. That used to be like the spot when I was in high school. We would drive to the Uniontown Mall. We thought it was so cool. I wonder if that place is still even open. So your question about Deontay Johnson, now that Fitzpatrick's contract is done, will they shift the attention to him? You would think so. You would think they would begin discussions. There is a belief among some that they don't start certain contract negotiations until training camp starts, and maybe that's the case with Johnson. Who knows? Different GM now with Omar Khan. Maybe he has a different take on how to do things. You have to keep that in the back of your mind. The real question is, is what what does Johnson want to be paid? Now, receivers are getting paid out the wazoo. You look at Tyreek Hill, $30 million a year. Devontae Adams, $28 million a year. DeAndre Hopkins, $27.23 million per year. I can tell you this, he ain't getting that. He ain't getting anywhere close to that. And if he's going to expect that type of money, it ain't happening in Pittsburgh, man. It's just not. And Johnson's a good receiver. I'm not taking anything away from his game. But is he a game changer? Can he be relied upon to change the trajectory of a game? No. You know who could? Antonio Brown. Minus all the headaches. Yeah, I get it. But to me, Deontay is not a number one. He's a number two. And if he's going to command a massive contract, I don't see it happening. Whether they start working on that contract now or August, I don't see, I just don't see it happening. I think it's one and done for DJ unless he understands and accepts how the Steelers approach their contracts and how they value players. Sure, he can sign elsewhere and go play somewhere somewhere else for more money, but he's not going to play within a quality organization like he does with the Steelers. But I can I would not fault the man for going after the money. 
because at the end of the day, it's a business. Next up, Owen out of Conshohocken, PA. Owen writes, how big of a leash will Trubisky get as the starter? I was thinking about this the other day, Owen. It's a good question. Thanks for writing in. It just... It's just going to depend. It's going to depend on... How well he's playing. This is going to sound very vague. If he is egregiously bad, if he's a turnover machine, if he is throwing picks left and right, if he is mismanaging the offense, if he's fumbling the ball, if he has ball security issues, if he's a train wreck, and it's just flat out awful, they will move away from him early. But... I think at minimum, they're going to give give him at least six games, even if he is playing bad. But, I mean, if it's really, really bad, maybe three games, but I think, I think they have a number in their minds like, okay, we give it X number of games, and then we can shift to Pickett. Because here's what I'll say. Once you go to Pickett, you, you have to ride with him for the season. You can't. You can't go back to Trubisky. This is a rookie quarterback. There's there's a, a real truth behind confidence in terms of quarterbacks. And if you put him in and then you take him out and you sit him back down, that's not good. You don't want to jerk that kid around. So if they do pull him, they've got to be certain they're going to ride with him for the duration of the season. So, Owen... Six games, they'll give him six games. If he's not getting it done by six, then it becomes Pickett's show. And if you've been listening, I've been saying Rudolph will be gone as soon as they can find someone willing to depart with a six-round pick. And then our final question comes in from Jeff out of Atlanta, Georgia. Jeff says, I've heard positive talk this offseason about Alex Highsmith. How will that translate into sacks? Do you care to offer a prediction for 22? Jeff, thank you for your question, sir. Doing a lot of predicting here today. Um, I think Alex Highsmith is a good outside linebacker. He's more, I see him more as a complete player. More of a complete defender. I don't see him as that ferocious off the edge hide your children type of Rusher. That being said, I think he can get to 10 sacks this year. And I think that's probably the peak for him. Between 10 and 12, I think, would be a peak season for him in terms of pressuring the quarterback. And that's nothing to sneeze at. That's pretty solid. But I think he can get to 10. 
That defensive line should be healthier this year with Alulu back. And people might be saying, Alulu, he's nose tackle. How's that? That defensive line plays together in unison. It influences the entire defense and how offensives offenses have to approach blocking up the defense. So, Jeff, I'm going to go 10 sacks for Highsmith this year. I think he makes a jump and has a solid season. And studying, that's it. The bag is empty. My gratitude to Yins. Thank you so much for being supporters, for writing in, for making this show possible. Truly does mean the world to me. There will be a new Still Study podcast coming your way on Sunday. Be sure to check it out. The way I'm going to work the Still Study podcast is the, at least for this offseason, the weeks that I'm not recording with Jim, I'll be doing a Still Study podcast. The weeks when I'm doing the Still City Insider, it'll just be that show and it'll be a study session on Sunday. So just a heads up with that recording though. And that's it. Went a little long today. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And I'll see you next time. On the Steelers Saturday Mailbag.